You're listening to episode 63 of the Pastor Writer Podcast, conversations on reading, writing, and the Christian life. I'm your host, Chase Replogel. I'm joined on the podcast today by John Bailey. John is one of the founders of the Dwell Bible Lab. He joins me to talk about what he calls the lost art of listening and how listening to the Bible can impact the way that you not only understand the stories, but grow as a believer, memorize more scripture, and reflect on God's word. If you listen to the podcast, you know I'm a big believer in the audio format. Even as a writer, audiobooks have had a huge impact on my thinking and my writing. In fact, if you're interested in audiobooks, I recently was approved to provide free trials to audible.com. I use Audible for all sorts of books and listening. Through their trial program, Audible is giving Pastor Writer listeners one free download of their choice. You can go to audibletrial.com slash pastorwriter to be able to take advantage of this opportunity. Also, you're going to want to stick around till the end of this conversation because John is generous to give a special discount to Pastor Writer listeners on the Dwell app. I'm really thankful that he did. I've been using it personally, and I think you'll enjoy it as much as I have. As always, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Well, I'm joined on the podcast today by John Bailey. John is a co-founder with his brother of the Dwell Bible audio app. And for the last 12 years, the two of them have been creating all kinds of products in the faith-based space, including products like Graceway Media and one that I've used quite frequently, Lightstock. For quite some time, the two of them, though, have been thinking about and planning an audio Bible app. And as they explain in their bio, for the last 10 years, we have had this idea for a beautiful, easy-to-use scripture listening app in the back of our heads. Mainly, we wanted an app like this for ourselves. For the longest time, we figured someone else would build it because in a world of smartphone dominance, it feels like such a no-brainer. In 2016, we finally found ourselves with the freedom to go at and tackle it. And well, that app is now Dwell, and it's a reality. And The Dwell Bible app launched on Kickstarter as the number four most funded app on the platform. And today you'll find The Dwell app not only in the App Store, but with a passionate community of followers. John, it really is a privilege. I've been using Dwell, love it, but a privilege to be able to have you on and be able to talk a little bit about what you're doing and, and listening, the, the art of listening to the Bible. Yeah, man. Thanks so much for, for having me on. It's, uh, it's uh, exciting to be here and get a chance to chat with you. Love, love what you guys are doing. Yeah, well, thanks. I think a good place to start is maybe the Kickstarter project itself. We'll get into the idea a little bit after that, but give us a little bit of how the Kickstarter project came about and the success that you saw through that time. Yeah, we were, you know, in the fall of 2016, we, we started working on Dwell and Josh and I are bootstrap entrepreneurs, meaning we kind of like to just fund things ourselves and just kind of get after it and, you know, don't usually do the typical kind of fundraising um, but App, uh, Dwell was such a big project that we knew we probably needed to, you know, get some help and get some funding. And so we, we did as much as we could, um, for the first, you know, 12 to 14 months of building the app. Like we, we built a studio in our office. We hired, um, found the voices. It was really cool. We did a 150, uh, auditions in Dallas and came up with four voices. And it was just, it was like we were in American Idol a few, you know, a few of those days where you're, you have people come in and they're auditioning. But, you know, in the end, we found four really cool voices that um, people resonate with. Uh, they're great people. They love the Bible as much as we do. And so I think that comes through in the recording. But uh, at a certain point, we knew we probably needed to get some funding. And so we, we started looking hard at Kickstarter and um, we, we set a target of $50,000 and 
launched the app and we had raised $50,000 in the first nine hours of the 30 day campaign. And so it was so exciting because it felt like we, we really struck a chord um, with our audience and people were kind of feeling what we were feeling like there really should be a really beautiful, uh, easy to navigate um, audio Bible for the iPhone, for the uh, Android phone. And so we said, well, let's, you know, we, we, we were only going to do the New Testament. And so we, we added a stretch goal um, to get to 100,000. We ended up breaking through that. Um, uh, we became the fourth most funded app on Kickstarter. We ended up, I think, right around $158,000. And so finished up the Old Testament. And it's just been, it's kind of been a whirlwind ever since then. But it's, it's been amazing to see the response from people. Maybe we could go back to the idea itself. Um, like many, I remember in college having a set of, I think they were just the New Testament uh, Bible on CD. And so I can remember some yeah. long car trip where I was like trading CDs in and out and trying to make it through a book for, for class, a required reading project. Um, but that idea has, has been around for a while, tools to help us listen uh, listen to scripture. But the idea of, of an app and really the feature set that's unique about what you've done, where did that idea itself come from to make you say, there's a need here that's not being fully addressed with what exists? I think Josh and I have always been audio, huge audiobook fans, um, of Audible uh, podcast fans, uh, obviously love music. We kind of our kind of habit, kind of daily habit when we started our companies was to kind of start our mornings at Starbucks. We'd get there, you know, eight in the morning, we'd start reading our Bibles and we would always throw on like a soundtrack to listen uh, to as we read. And I think part of that experience just kind of over the years of doing that kind of gave us this idea of, you know, I think we could have an audio Bible kind of do the same thing um, and read the scriptures to us and also have this beautiful music behind it that you can turn off by the way. So you don't have to listen to it, um, but it's there just kind of like, um, in the background, washing over you as you, as you hear God's word. And so it's, it's just, it makes for a really interesting and unique experience. Well, I think maybe the best way to sort of get a feel for the app is to play a sample of it. And so I've actually got one here. I think we're listening to Colossians chapter three, and we're going to listen to all four voices, and then we can come back and kind of discuss what we're listening to. Great. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming. In these you too once walked, when you were living in them. But now you must put them all away, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. Here there is not Greek and Jew, 
circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free, but Christ is all and in all. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, and, if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all these put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Well, John, maybe you could sort of walk us through what we've heard. Uh, as you've sort of explained, the app comes with different voices, different background musics, and how it really creates this sort of customizable experience for the listener. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, kind of our big things is to have these genuine voices. So people reading the Bible to you um, uh, that love the Bible as much as you do. So they're reading with, they're not acting the Bible out. It's important that we didn't want to do that, but we did want the Bible read with feeling um, and emotion when it feels like that's appropriate. Um, uh, inside the app itself, we also wanted it to be deeply explorable. So instead of the typical kind of layout for most audio Bible apps or uh, even a Bible app, we wanted it to feel more like a music app. Um, so when you when you open the app, you're you're looking at beautiful kind of evocative artwork that we commissioned. So it's all brand new, uh, custom created to kind of illuminate or illustrate the word as you're listening to it. Um, and going back to that deeply explorable piece, we have we've curated uh, some of the greatest passages in the scripture, um, and so you can just listen to bits and pieces. Uh, you can queue up content um, and listen as you go to, you know, for example, like that Colossians 3 passage. But then you can queue up the fruit of the spirit. You can queue up the Sermon on the Mount. You can queue up Psalm 51. And all of a sudden you have this really unique way of engaging with scripture that you've never really had before. Um, we're even working now to um, uh, we're starting the planning process of um, building a feature where, where users can actually create their own playlist of scripture. So you could plug in Psalm 1, and, uh, you know, Revelation 10 and uh, Genesis 2, and you could kind of build this unique playlist uh, of content that, you know, you love. And so that's, that's some of the things we're working towards. Yeah, um, well, maybe we could talk about this, too. I've heard you, I was reading this week some articles about the background of the app, and there was an article on the Gospel Coalition's website where you refer to the lost art of listening, which I loved. Um, why is it, do you think, that the Bible is a book that fits well into an audio format and the benefits that might come from, I don't think you guys are suggesting, hey, only listen to the Bible. You have no need for a print one anymore, right? But there are some right. unique benefits to being able to listen to the Bible. What do you mean by that lost art of listening? 
Yeah, it's interesting because before anything in the scriptures were written down and read, people listened to them in the form of stories and sayings, parables, and different bits and pieces of wisdom. Wisdom. Um, so the Jewish scriptures were actually told for centuries before they were written down. And if you fast forward to uh, the New Testament, for 40 years after Jesus' resurrection, there was no written gospel of his life. People listened to it before they ever read it. And so the letters of the New Testament actually were written by the early apostles. And what's interesting is they were actually meant to be read aloud to the audience um, so that people could hear them. And so in the ancient world, people actually wrote text in such a way that they made for good listening. Um, and if you even fast forward even further uh, into the future, you get to Gutenberg, uh, which is, you know, his life is 1400 to 1468. Uh, before he invented the printing press, the vast majority of Christians didn't have a Bible. Most couldn't read. Um, so even after Bibles began to proliferate, um, the, lit- the literacy rates still remain very low. So I guess what's interesting about it is that, you know, 85% of the world was still illiterate by the 1800s. So the way people engaged with the scriptures was to listen to them being read aloud. So for the overwhelming majority of our Christian tradition, people have listened uh, to the Bible instead of read it. And so part of what we're trying to do with dwell is kind of recreate or recover that listening experience of the Bible. Um, and we, we kind of think that when you listen to the Bible, it does something a little different to you than when you are um, just reading it. Um, and I think there's, there's this way that the Bible can form us in different ways. Um, so whenever we read, we're kind of like, you know, we're almost taking the text apart. We're like, you know, taking it bit by bit, piece by piece apart. We're really kind of trying to get something out of it. Uh, when we're listening to it, we don't have that ability to be precise like that. We're, we're, we're letting the words just kind of wash over us. Um, so we say sometimes reading is we're, we're trying to comprehend. When we're listening, we're trying to apprehend. Or better yet, something is trying to apprehend us. So we're trying to um, let the scriptures get a hold of us um, and, and, and inhabit the scripture. So letting it inhabit us and being inhabited by it uh, is what we're trying to do. And so not that you would never want to read the scripture. You'd actually want to do both. Right. So, I mean, to have both is is the best. So we just want to kind of elevate this experience of listening to scripture Um up with uh, reading the scripture because I think it has a potential to shape and form us more and more into the image of Christ in unique ways uh, than we've ever had before. I'm curious to hear you talk about how you personally use the app and then maybe what those benefits are that you've begun to experience here in your own use of it. And part of what's interesting about that is the app is so customizable in how you listen, what voices you're listening to, whether you use background music or not. Um, how have you found yourself using it and what's the impact you've been seeing for you doing more listening through it? Yeah, I think for me, a lot of times I use dwell in the margins of my life. You know, we have those times where Maybe we're commuting. Maybe we're uh, doing some kind of exercise or jogging or chores, you know, or we're just simply, you know, walking to our car in the parking lot. And 
I find that being able to set my mind on scripture in the margins of my day makes for a powerful experience of a continuous dwelling. Um, and so much of what we're trying to do is just help people set their mind on things above, you know, the apostle Paul said that very thing. And so how do we help people set their mind on things above? Well, by just allowing, simply allowing the word to uh, dwell in your mind, uh, making it easy for people to do that. Um, and, and then allowing those margin spaces to become opportunities for God's word is really one of the exciting things about audio itself, because you literally can be doing two things at the same time, you know, while you're working on your some kind of outer activity, you have this inner activity that's happening inside you. Um, and so it's a great way to set your mind on Christ, to take on the mind of Christ. And so I think what are the benefits of that? Um, I mean, surely, surely the spirit is transforming us, working on our hearts, making us more like Jesus. Um, but personally, you know, when you think about some more of the immediate results, you're a sense of peace for sure. As you just, you know, you just continually washing in the word, a sim, uh, you're less hurried, less anxiety. Um, it's kind of one of the large trends we're also noticing is people are really looking for something to help with anxiety. They're looking for um, meditation, for example, has been an explosive field in the app store. There's apps that are um, just like proliferating in the app store. Um, and and Dwell is working on a meditation piece, actually a way to even make it more than the experience more meditative. But just having the ability to block out the world for 10 or 15 minutes and once again, set your mind on scripture, set your mind on the word, just has the ability to kind of envelop you, give you that peace. Um, and so I think those are some of the big things for me right now. I was thinking about how I've been using the app. And um, honestly, this is one of, I think this is episode 63, and I haven't had a lot of product episodes like this, but um, the few that I have have kind of been me sorting out how it is that I work the Bible into my own life. And so um, a few months ago, we had Logos Bible Software on. They were launching their version eight, and I have it. And uh, we wrestled with um, what books I'm buying in digital format, right? Because I'm trying to be more strategic about commentaries and reference material I'm buying there. And most weeks when I'm in sort of like note-taking sermon preparation, usually it's Logos 8 that's open here on my monitor. Um, And then we've had uh, Adam Lewis Green on talking about his work redesigning print Bibles. And we've talked a lot about about reader versions of the Bible. And I'm more and more interested in that sort of like reading it, how the reading experience, especially in the narrative passages or the poem passages can really help me sort of uh, understand the story better the way I'm tactilely reading it. But one of the areas I think I've missed for a long time is audio Bibles. And part of that is because like so many, when I get in the car, the lawnmower, it's usually a podcast um, or an audio book. And I'm starting to realize more and more this opportunity to, to th- to expose myself to more scripture, like you're saying in those margins, than I am in just my my Bible study. Because what? Well, I'll give you an example. Um, this week in our church, we're starting the book of First Kings. We're sort of jumping back to the Old Testament. We've been in um, Philippians. And so uh, you can be sure I'll set up in Logos my sort of custom layout that opens all my commentaries for First Kings. And I've got my Bible, you know, here by my bedside, and it'll be in, I'll be reading some in First Kings and studying the passage for each week. 
But I've been recognizing the audio uh, apps like this give me the opportunity to listen to a book like First Kings over and over. So in the weeks leading up to it, I just want to listen to the whole book and I want to listen to it while I'm driving, while I'm on the lawnmower. And that's had a, yes. re- a really powerful uh, impact for me being able to just sort of um, just soak myself in the story without having to think, okay, what are my points? What literally is happening in that story? But just what is the whole story and how do I get the whole thing, get a hold of it in my head? And then uh, ironically with that, I actually have been listening to it without background music for that. But where yeah. I really like the background music is in a sort of daily, what you're referring to sort of time of reflection with like listening to one of the Psalms or sometimes I'll listen to those Psalms on repeat. Um, it really is interesting that, that those kind of three, like deep study, a good reading experience, and an audio experience are filling out, I think, my need for scripture in ways that didn't exist for me before. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's actually this wonderful phrase by Charles Spurgeon where he says, be walking Bibles. Um, and, and I love that because it's like this, it forms this picture in my mind that represents so much of what I want my own life to be like with Christ. Um, I want to be in this kind of ongoing communion with God um, right in the middle of my everyday life. And so I love that, um, you know, I can listen while I'm doing something else. I like driving to work or, you know, exercise or, or, or just walking around my neighborhood. Sometimes I'll, you know, take out the trash at night, but then just throw on the app and walk, literally do a lap around my neighborhood, you know, listening to Psalm three and four and five and just that kind of, yeah, you're, you're right. That didn't exist before. And to give people that opportunity is really exciting. And um, yeah, so we're just, we're really excited, not only about what we've created, but about, you know, where the app can go and how it can continue to uh, evolve and get stronger um, and just create really cool opportunities for people. What's some of the feedback that you've been hearing from users? Have you been hearing stories of interesting ways people are using the app? Well, it's, there's, there's so many encouraging stories. There's stories from the blind who, um, that just love the app. We had a huge emphasis on usability when we created it so that the app would be ready to go for uh, the blind or visually impaired. And so it's just been great to hear people who, you know, don't have access to a really quality audio Bible. All of a sudden they can, get access to it. And, and there are other audio Bibles, but they seem to be like, like others really like touched by the, the emphasis on the audio that we did. You know, it took us, we're still actually wrapping up the recording on Ezekiel and Jeremiah, but it's taken us over two years to record the Bible in four different voices. And so it's been this huge labor of love. And when we were starting out, everyone was kind of telling us, you know, why don't you just license audio that already exists? And we were like, because it's not quite right yet. You know, it's just not what we're going for. Um, and so, you know, we've been on this journey to make that audio just really, uh, really genuine audio, um, I think is probably the best way to say it. But yeah, I think just hearing back from people that um, they're listening with their families, we get that often. And it's like so encouraging. People will be on their way to church, for example, and their family is listening to the scripture verse or verses that the pastor is going to preach about. Um, so they're already just kind of marinating and getting ready for it. Or um, folks that are listening to it with their families in their house, you know, they, they'll listen to dwell with their family. Um, my kids and I, I take my kids to work, uh, to school every day. And so we listen to the daily listen. So dwell has a daily listen that's new every day. It's usually like a minute to three minutes of scripture 
And it's something our kids listen to every day. And um, we just, we're just wrapping up school actually right now, but they're, they're constantly reminding me of it. I don't even have to, rem- I don't, I don't have to be the one to remind them because they're, they're enjoying it so much that they're reminding me. And so it's a great, it's a great thing for a parent to just be able to throw on for their kids and you can talk about it, listen to it. And I think those, those are some of the most encouraging things I'm hearing from uh, customers. Yeah, the app is, um, it's, it's in the middle of this sort of audio moment that technology is creating right now. And I think about even as a writer who's trying to put down words and hopefully they're in print someday. Um, I, there's so much audio that I'm using. So I, I love on my Mac, I can do a text to speech feature where I can have it read back out loud to me. I do that a ton when I'm editing. Um, I think about my sort of like smart speakers throughout my house now that I can pull up and listen to podcasts or audiobooks or I can voice interact with my television and audio is such a, uh, uh, it's it's becoming more and more, and so even the we've talked about uh, um, on the podcast before, just all the podcasts that are exploding for writers, but also in all sorts of areas. Um, where do you see audio going, uh, even outside of the app itself? Just audio integration in our life. Yeah, it seems like such an important thing. I think with the evolution of the smartphone, it just made for some really, yeah, very easy way to get audio to folks. And yeah, you're you're right. We're in this amazing moment of audio. And, um, for us, I think, you know, we're just wanting to do everything that we can to make uh, compelling audio for people that is authentic and genuine. Um, we have plans actually, um, some of our future plan is, is to also add to dwell. So we have scripture, uh, Bible. We want to add more translations of the Bible. We want to add more languages, and we also want to add um, a whole library of Christian classics. Another thing that we're passionate about is uh, the spiritual classics or the Christian classics of our faith. Um, books like The Pursuit of God by A.W. Tozer, Imitation of Christ by Thomas Akempis, uh, Humility by Andrew Murray, um, Augustine's Confessions. We, we see that not only is the Bible absolutely essential and necessary to dwell, but we also want to bring in Christian classics that have been shaping, you know, the hearts of people for literally centuries. And we want to integrate them into dwell so that they can also be available. They can do that heart work on us and we can find interesting ways of pairing the scripture with those works um, so that, Dwell becomes more than just a audio Bible app, but all of a sudden it's becoming this, this space for uh, classical works, um, even beyond the classics, meditation, memorization. Um, and that's all a part of audio. Audio is kind of making that, uh, that happen in a way that has never really existed before. And so those are the things that we're looking at. We're looking at building the most deeply formative app with the Christian community that we can. That's what we're passionate about. um, And that's what we want to do. Yeah, I think audio is creating this opportunity where people 
people who might not have had an hour to sit down and read, I think about this with the blog portion, you know, um, mm-hmm. if I, most of my articles were, took 45 minutes for a person to read, like one of these podcast episodes do very few people would spend the 45 minutes reading, you know, but the people who can listen to 45 minutes of audio, as we've said, sort of integrating it into other things you're doing is just significantly bigger. And also I think audio can be, I think there are people who process audio better. I think I'm one of those people <laughs> listening oftentimes, um, I built the grass concepts better than just reading them. I'm a little bit slower doing that. So audio is creating this sort of revolutionary moment, I think, where people are finding access to things that just in written form, I'm not sure they would have ever had access to. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I, I, I find myself being like uh, audio kind of learner too. And I think maybe there's, there's a lot to that where, pe- you know, there's some people that visually just really connect and some people that, you know, when they hear it, it just really like resonates with them. And so the ability to, to be able to serve that you know, subset of learners is, is exciting for us. And also to, to, to bring in the, the readers, you know, we even have um, some really early talks about how can we integrate the text into dwell? So is there a read along version? Because one of the cool things when you're able to pair listening to something as you're reading it with your eyes, the comprehension level is like a five or six X. Um, and so it creates some really awesome opportunities for memorization of scripture. And so there's so many ways that we can um, create these experiences for people to help them be formed in the image of Jesus, help them take in more scripture. Um, So we're just, we're, we're really just asking the question, how can we help people thrive, like spiritually thrive in this technological uh, driven world? Um, And, those are the questions we're going to continue to ask, you know, and we're going to, we, we try to stay right on the, you know, the bleeding edge of what's happening in the tech community, uh, what's available, what's possible. Um, but then blending it with a classical mindset of you know, the classical works uh, of the Christian tradition, the scripture, how do we bring, how do we kind of blend all that to make something truly formative for people? Well, what's the best way if people want to try the app for themselves or if they want to become sort of um, full full uh, owners, a subscription service for it? What's the best way for them to be able to do that? I think the, the best way is they, we've created a special landing page and link and discount for all of uh, Pastor Writer listeners. So it's 33% off Dwell. So the, the URL that you go to is just dwellapp.io slash Pastor Writer. That's dwell app. So that's app.io slash pastor writer. And um, that gets you access to 33% off. Um, and we have two purchase options. One is an annual subscription and then one is just a single lifetime purchase. Um, and so, yeah, that gets, that gets folks 33% off. Um, and there's also a seven day free trial that's both on the app store and on the Google play store that you could do first, if you wanted to try it out um, uh, and just kind of get a taste, taste for it um, and see what it's all about. And you can, you can just find us in either of those stores just by typing in dwell and we'll pop up right at the top. And yeah, there's, there's a lot of ways to, to get at it. If you're kind of sold and you, you really want in, you, you know, take advantage of the discount, but if you'd like to um, give it a try first, yeah, just hop on, to one of those stores and download it and you're off to the races. 
Yeah, well, thanks for the generosity on that. And, and uh, I think it's absolutely worth it. I mean, for nineteen ninety nine a year, um, you're able to sort of not just get the app, but the way I see it is help fund this work, so much of the work that's still ahead for you guys. I'm really excited about those features to be able to, as a pastor, to create playlists for people or the potential of other day having other de- devotional works there. I just think there's so much, so much good stuff to look forward to ahead. Um, maybe we could wrap up with this. If somebody does pick up, maybe they're trying the seven-day free trial or they purchase one of the plans, how would you recommend recommend they get started sort of the best way once they open the app to just really get a feel and start that process of digging into its features i think one of the one of the easiest ways to do it um well maybe there's two ways the first way might be to start a plan dwell has you know awesome plans so you can dive into scripture right away but you can go through it on a daily basis so for example, if you wanted to go through the gospel of John, you can do that in 30 days. We have a 30 day plan. Or if you wanted to go through Romans in a week, you just subscribe to the plan and it'll give you, you know, every day you'll get a little notification that says, you know, listen to your Romans for today. And it's, you know, it's a couple chapters and it just kind of guides you through Romans. And then in a week, you know, you've listened to the entire book of Romans. Um, but we have, we have plans, you know, for the, every book of the Bible. And so, for example, if you want to go through the gospel of John, I think it's 30 days. If you want to go through the first letter of John, it's seven days. We have full Bible plans. So if you want to go through the entire Bible in a year, we walk you through that. There's three different versions. So plans are really an easy way to do it, um, a nice daily way. But then we also have what I was saying earlier is the daily listen. It's just a minute to three minutes of scripture every day. And you can subscribe to that as well. So when you subscribe to it, it just, you know, pings your phone. You can set when you want it to remind you in the daytime or during the day. And um, it's an easy way to just listen to scripture right away. But I would say those are probably two of the, the, the best ways to get started. Well, I, again, once again, just wanted to say thanks. I really do appreciate the discount. I'm a user of it. I can't recommend it highly enough. It really has changed some of the ways I've started interacting with scripture. And uh, John, it's just been a pleasure to have you. I wish you guys the best of luck as you continue and uh, just really believe in the product and can't wait to see what you guys do with it in the future. Thanks so much for having us on. Really appreciate it. If you're interested in picking up the Dwell app, there's two ways you can take advantage of the discount code that John gave. First, you can go to the Dwell site at dwellapp.io slash pastorwriter, or you can go to today's show notes at pastorwriter.com slash 63, where I'll have a link to that special promotional offer. I hope you take advantage of it. It really is a great deal and a great app I believe in. As always, thanks for listening. Until next time.